Hi, I am Jocelyn, the host of the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora means better in Latin. I encourage better thoughts for a better you and a better life. Through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. I help individuals with an inner desire who are having a difficult time making progress to fulfill their goals to find the small, doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday lives. And I can help you. Thanks for joining me. Hello, and thank you again for joining me on my podcast, The Meliora Mentor. If you are new here, Meliora means better in Latin, and I want to encourage a better you, and we do that through our thoughts, because our thoughts eventually lead to our actions and basically shape our life. So it's very important, the thoughts that we think. I specifically, at this point in time, am doing a series on pregnancy. I have felt very prompted and inspired to hit pregnancy pretty hard, and I even have a course that I made to help in pregnancy, especially that nausea and sick time where you're miserable and laying on the couch and can't do anything. <laughs> I've built a video course that has one to two minute videos that you watch while laying on the couch that can guide you through exercises to help with your mind. You don't have to do anything. You just have to watch and think. Simple, but very powerful. I will put the link to that in the show notes. And like always, if you aren't pregnant, I think you will find some useful tips in this episode that you will still be able to apply to your life and help you with your thoughts. But I need your help in finding those pregnant women who are having a difficult time. I need your help to find them. I know a few of my friends that are pregnant, but I know there's a lot more that could use this help. So will you please spread the word about this series? Tell them about it so that we can enjoy these pregnancies better in our latter-day motherhood. Today I'm going to get a little bit tender and personal, and some of the stuff I say you may want earphones in for. (laughs) I'm going to go into a couple of the details to describe a miscarriage. I had no idea what one was like until I had one, and give you an idea of what women go through when they miscarriage, and each miscarriage for each woman is different. So I can just give you my perspective. But it really opened my eyes, it opened my heart, and it gave me a whole new empathy and understanding and awareness of those who have gone through a miscarriage. I had already had three babies, and my pregnancies always stuck. I never had any spotting or anything. And I just kind of figured all of my pregnancies were going to be like that, that I was just going to have pregnancies that stuck, which I was okay with. When we first got pregnant with our first baby, I was pretty paranoid about miscarriage, and I was very personal and did not want anyone to know until I passed the threshold around 12 weeks. I did not want to tell anyone. With my second and third babies, I just got so sick around six weeks that everybody basically knew I was pregnant. Everybody close to me anyways. With the fourth pregnancy, or what I thought was a pregnancy, I just basically told people because I didn't see a point in hiding or not telling. I hadn't had any miscarriages in the past. And so I just kind of told people and let the word be out and that was that. 
Well, I went to go to the doctor's office for my first appointment. I was nine weeks along, according to my last period and calculations. So I show up to the doctor's office and I had a lot of questions this go around. I had some different aches and pains that I wasn't quite used to or didn't feel normal and so I spent quite a bit of time asking the doctor these questions. At one point, I even started crying. I tried to hurry and drink some water so that I could hopefully make the tears go away and I completely inhaled it and started massively choking on the water. I had to run to the bathroom tears and all, to get things under control. Here was my emotions displaying themselves right in front of my doctor. When they finally got me back for the ultrasound, they did the belly ultrasound, where they would just rub it on your belly. And he asked if I was sure about my period date that I had written down on my chart. And I said, yeah, I was, I was pretty sure. And then he started asking questions. He tried to let me believe, the ultrasound tech tried to let me believe that things were okay and that it didn't look bad, but I started to get worried. I started to get worried about a miscarriage, and I almost started crying again. He finally decided to go get the doctor. The doctor came in and said we could try a vaginal ultrasound and check things that way. Well, they did the vaginal ultrasound, and the baby was only measuring six weeks and three days. That was three weeks off from what I thought. I was confused. And I started thinking about how I had been feeling lately. I actually hadn't been feeling very nauseous. And that is not normal for my pregnancies. I usually get so sick. The doctor in the ultrasound remained optimistic, saying that sometimes that could happen. That I could be off or ovulation can occur later, or something like that. He remained optimistic and suggested that we do another ultrasound in four weeks. I was fine with that, and I left my appointment. In my car, I just started crying. I bawled, and I bawled, and I cried, and I cried. I cried my eyes out. Finally, where I had a little dry spell, I called my husband to tell him how worried I was, and basically started crying again, <laughs> as I told him. I was almost afraid to go through a miscarriage. Pregnancy was hard for me, and I had already made it nine weeks. That's almost a quarter of the way through the pregnancy. And now to have it just end was really hard, was really discouraging. Which at this point, I didn't even know if that was happening. But I had to be realistic. And I had to consider the option that it could be happening I prayed in the car. I prayed to have peace and to try to have the faith of thy will be done. But it was hard. And I'll be honest, I wanted my will. I wanted to keep this baby. Later that evening, I went to the bathroom and I found red in my underwear. I had prayed on the way home that if it was a miscarriage, that we could find out sooner than later. And God did answer my prayer. I found out that very same day of the ultrasound that I was likely going to miscarry. I don't think I stopped crying that whole day. Deep down that I knew it wasn't a viable pregnancy since the appointment, but I wanted to believe different. So I tried. But I am so grateful that God let that happen sooner than later. 
I knew I was supposed to feel these pains. I was supposed to go through this really hard and really different, difficult experience to be able to better resonate with you, to be able to better resonate with those who have gone through a miscarriage, and to have an understanding and empathetic eye as we navigate these difficult things that come our way. I was basically an emotional wreck for a few days. We had planned to go to a local play, but I just was not up to it. I let my husband take the kids and I stayed home. And I actually ended up recording a podcast episode. It's actually my most downloaded episode, and it was episode 77, The Struggle is Real. And I give some real raw raw information about what I was going through at the time of that miscarriage. And there is crying. (laughs) It was very raw, very fresh. And very tender. So if that interests you, I would encourage you to find episode 77. But the first couple days after I started, found some blood in my underwear, I had light bleeding. And it wasn't bad. And I thought to myself, oh, this is like a light period. This won't be so bad at all. I think it was around two days after. I don't remember the time frame exactly. But one of the evenings, I had gushing blood like for three hours and I am so grateful that my sister had told me that she had that symptom because that would have been really scary and really concerning to me but where she told me that had happened with her her miscarriage I kind of figured that that is what I was going through and it was like (laughs) I had to stay on the toilet or in the shower gushing and I even got some contractions. They felt like contractions and they hurt bad. They were hard to breathe and relax through. And at this time I decided like I really would have to devote a lot more time to hypnobirthing if I ever wanted my all natural birth in the future. They were painful and I would tense every time one would come. I am very grateful that I had a good book to read at that time. That book kept me comfort and company while I was on the toilet, just letting my body do the thing. Sometimes it would slow down for a little while, and then there would be a big clot that would come, and it would spill out again, and this just repeated for about three hours straight. And I apologize, this is a lot more graphic than I like to get on these episodes, but this was real life. This is what I went through, and this was what happened in my miscarriage. I want to resonate with you who have miscarried. I want to help you if you are miscarrying or if that has been a trial that you have gone through. And I want it to be real. That toilet seat gets very uncomfortable (laughs) after that amount of time. I ended up trying to do squats over it because I couldn't stand or sit on it very long. And it was just, it was not very fun. I got bored of Facebook and Instagram fast and... The book, like I said, the book really helped me out. I don't know if I handled this miscarriage the way that I should have or the way that I was supposed to, but it felt good to me. It felt right to me to be at home and going through this kind of in my own setting, not in a doctor's office, not in the hospital. For me, at this moment in time, it felt more comfortable to be at home. I had light bleeding the next few days, the next week, and at some points I had more clots that would come out and contracting, and it was actually a miserable experience. 
And I didn't even get to take a baby home from it, which was hard and really discouraging. And then the fact that you couldn't wear a tampon or anything like that, I had to go get like adult diapers and gigantic pads. <laughs> it was not enjoyable. Not fun at all, and it was hard because we had some summer stuff that we wanted to do locally, and I just, I really couldn't do it. It was hard. I had to miss out on stuff, and had to really take time to let my body go through this process. One of the evenings, I just broke down, and I lost it. Uh, we had to tell the kids that the baby had died in mommy's tummy, and that was kind of a a difficult thing to talk about and to go through and to know what to say or how to say it. Like, I didn't know how to explain that to my kids. They were concerned because I was a wreck and they had known that I was pregnant. And we actually had a very tender moment where I was just crying and my daughter just sat right close to me and she started crying as well. And we were there together and we were able to tell her that even though I'm miscarrying this baby, that this baby died in mommy's tummy, that we would be able to be reunited with this again. Or that's what we believe in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We believe that our families can be together forever. And that was a great comfort, even though I was going through heart-wrenching pain, a lot of physical pain, and a lot of heartache when it came to this experience. It was not at all like I had expected, and it really opened my eyes. A lot of times, we don't have a choice in some of the circumstances that life gives us. I didn't want to go through a miscarriage. Maybe you didn't want to lose a child. Maybe you didn't want to get cancer. Maybe you didn't want that car wreck to happen, or that bad grade, or whatever it may be that has gone wrong and has been incredibly hard. And incredibly difficult. Maybe you didn't get the job on a career that seemed your right path. Maybe the publisher told you no. Maybe the art gallery didn't want your art. There are so many different types of hard things, accidents that can occur that we are not prepared for, that we don't ask for or don't want to happen. Miscarriage being one of those things. It is often in the hard times that we grow stronger and closer to God because we need to turn to Him. He can offer us solace, comfort, and peace despite the bad things that happen. I want to encourage you a couple of things when you are faced with these types of circumstances in your life. The first one is to feel it. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but feel it to heal it. I think I last talked about it with disappointment. But feel that negative emotion. It is not fun. It's miserable. It can last for days. But as you allow that emotion to come out through these feelings, it will be a lot easier to, to heal it than if you push it down and you become numb. Because when it starts to get where you ignore it, you push it away, you choose not to feel it, you just don't want to deal with it, it can cause you to start to become numb. And then you don't act yourself. And then you get lost and you feel dark and you don't know where the light at is. And life just gets really difficult to navigate. 
So this is something I've had to practice at. It's not always easy to do because nobody voluntarily wants to feel these negative emotions. In fact, a lot of times it seems easier to push away. And in the moment, it is easier to push away. But in the long run, you will be so much better off if you allow yourself to work through these negative thoughts and feelings in relation to whatever bad thing is happening in your life. Feel it. Feel those feelings. The next one is to turn to God. Pray. Ask that he will help you understand why, why you are going through this, why this is happening to you. I tried to ask this during my miscarriage, and he told me that it would be able to help with this pregnancy series I'm doing and pregnancy stuff that I was going to do to help influence and bring light to the world on pregnancy. And as I had those thoughts come from him, I realized that there was a purpose for this. There was a reason for this. And I still had to feel those feelings. I still had to go through those things. But it seems to make it a little easier when you might can see why, or when you can imagine why. When you can imagine possibly why you might have to go through this. There's a saying called, your mess can become your message. My mess has been pregnancy, and miscarriage is kind of part of pregnancy. I remember hearing someone tell me about a woman who lost her husband in an avalanche, and she started doing free avi packs and programs with avalanche awareness. Her mess became her message. Sometimes our mess can become our message. These hard things that we go through can help others. It doesn't have to be on a podcast. It doesn't have to be on a video. It doesn't have to be in front of a lot of people, but it may even just benefit those close to you. If you are going through a miscarriage, if you have gone through a miscarriage, my heart goes out to you. I yearn to give you a hug and to tell you that it will be okay. I yearn to comfort you in your pains, in your heartaches, in your worries and your anxieties. To wrap my arms around you and tell you that you can do this. You may not feel like you can, but with God, he can help you through. And you can do it together. Ask for the Holy Ghost to be poured upon you. For his spirit to be your constant companion. So you will know how to act when these difficult circumstances present themselves. I am rooting for you. To recap a little bit of what we've talked about. The hard things come to us. And we don't choose them, but feel the emotions. Allow yourself to feel them and work through them so they don't get pushed down and turn to God. Pray. Pray for faith. Pray for help. Pray for the Holy Ghost. Pray for comfort. Pray to know why. And I know you can do this. Thank you so much for listening to the Meliora Mentor Podcast. I want to help you have a better life through these difficult experiences, through the things that we are asked to navigate that we don't want to do. (laughs) And I hope this will help you to better face these things that come your way. I want to be here to support you, and I have links in the show notes to everywhere you can find me. If you would like to follow along through video on Instagram or Facebook, I have those links. I do short frequent videos that go along with my podcast. You'll be able to see my face and also get positive encouragement to have those better thoughts to encourage you for better in your life. 
Thank you for listening. I thank you so much for sharing, for rating this episode. Well, rating this podcast. I guess you can't really rate one episode, but you can rate my podcast and that will help it get found. And I really appreciate it. Don't forget to tell that pregnant mom that's struggling that you have heard this pregnancy series and it might help her. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Meliora Mentor Podcast, for listening, for sharing, and for most of all, applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. If you are one of those individuals who have an inner desire but are having a difficult time making progress in your goals, I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.